Episode 104 of the Drive-By Podcast is on, Thursday edition. Freeway Frank, thank you so much for joining me. Appreciate it today, every day, from now on and in the past. (laughs) You've been here, you're new, you've been here forever. Thank you. So you saw the, I'm not sure if people are space aficionados, but SpaceX Elon Musk's project exploded today after it took off, lifted off into space. It ended up exploding. Giant rocket after launching from Texas. So a bit of a setback because it it's this is the biggest, the most giant new rocket made by people in the history of planet Earth. And its first test flight was today, but it exploded minutes after rising from the launch pad. And then it crashed into the Gulf of Mexico. And even before I saw any of the footage, of course, there's no one on board, right? It's an unmanned rocket. Even before I saw anything, I went on to Twitter. Because Twitter is, obviously, it's owned by Elon Musk. And Twitter is, even though I appreciate it for free speech, I appreciate it for everything it does, joining the entire planet together in conversation. Yes, there's people hating on Twitter. Yes, there's a lot of trolls. But the same people who complain about being hated on or ridiculed or mocked on Twitter are the same people then, because I go on and start scrolling and you could do the same. The same people who attacked Elon Musk for his SpaceX ship exploding. And, you know, right away there were the jokes. I mean, these jokes could write themselves, and I knew it, right? People are going to say the rocket exploded, just like Elon Musk's future or anything he he puts together, his Teslas burn up, and his Twitter. He's destroyed that. He's destroyed space exploration. He's basically destroying everything, right? Meanwhile, let's be honest, this guy is doing most and has done more Then most people do what he's done in a day or two or three or in a week or a couple of months or even a year, the more most people do in a lifetime. And he's done a lot. He has. Now, you don't have to like his cars. I personally am annoyed by Teslas. I don't ever see myself. I mean, you never say never. You never know in life, right? You might change your mind. But first of all, I don't like the idea of having an electric vehicle and being once the, the electrical grid goes kaputs, what's going to happen? You're going to have nowhere to go. And to me, I laugh at the people who own two uh, Teslas or two electric cars. They have no motor vehicles <laughs> because when the world goes to hell in a handbasket, uh, you're going to have no way to escape. You're going to have no place to go because you'll be depending on that electrical grid. And that's it. And most people haven't thought about that. They're like, God, they love their Teslas. You know, backing up, sounding like spaceships. I hate them. Can't stand them. But I love Elon. Love what he stands for. Love how he trolls. Love everything he he tries to do. Can we still say mankind? I'm still saying mankind. Humankind. I'm not saying people kind like that shithead. He does a lot 
for the planet. And although I respect him tremendously, I, again, I'm not a fan of his vehicles, but I'm not going to shit on the guy because he tried to put together this project, SpaceX project, which uh, minutes after launch, if it even got to that, exploded. And uh, that's it. Now back to the drawing board. But that's what he's all about, right? He's about improving technology. He's about understanding it. He's about taking it to the next level, exploration, AI, everything. It's scary to think about where we're headed as a planet and how artificial intelligence will take over. And you already see it taken over. I respect the guy a lot. Doesn't mean I have to like everything he does, but you know, the, the, it's the haters. It's I see all these people, even people like myself, former radio people now doing podcasts, start shitting on on Elon Musk and making the jokes and all that. And uh, you know, I, I really sit back and, and look at what are these people doing? Okay, so you're hosting a podcast. Yeah, great, good for you. That's it. Even me. Yeah, I look and say, look at the end of the day, I've been a broadcaster all my life. This way, but this guy's doing major things for the planet. We all try to do our part, right? But this guy is putting his money where his mouth is. He's the richest person on the planet. He's done a lot of things for the good of humanity. And you can love him or hate him, but the minute something like this goes wrong, you're going to get all these haters going against him. And that's why the world is, you know, so divided because you have liberals going after conservatives and conservatives so polarized going after liberals. And that's what it's become. That's what these platforms like Twitter have become. It's like hate everywhere. Then you go on there and you, and you see what people are writing. And it's just, you know, that's how you start your day. You look into this going, oh, here we go again. There's always going to be the trollers. There's always going to be people trashing either side. And, and look, he's the best at that. Elon Musk is the best at trolling himself. Just look at how he's trolled some media organizations in the last couple of weeks, including CBC and NPR. So there you go. And then, uh, not that I would ever watch The Social, which is Canada's version of The View. I, a clip comes up of The Social. And, and to me, it's it's just like, this is the thing that, that bothers me about Canadian media and uh, American media is, or where it's headed. And where it was, it was in a better place decades ago. Where it's headed, is it's just, it's just garbage. I mean, listen to this. Listen to this. Here's the problem. Like, Twitter is a problem. Elon Musk is a problem. But he's exploiting something that journalists and media outlets can't seem to figure out, which is that journalists can't quit Twitter. Nobody loves Twitter more than journalists. They love it. <laughs> they love it. So these are our colleagues. This is us. These are our peers. There was a graph that came up, a survey of journalists asking them, hey, it's racist. It's toxic. Elon sucks. Are you going to use Twitter less? <laughs> what was their response? Journalists. No, we're going to use it more. Yeah, but I don't know that that's the answer. I, I don't remember her name. Lainey, I've, whatever. She used to write a gossip column. Now she's, you know, now she's saying that Elon Musk is 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 bad is dangerous twitter is dangerous so anything basically that goes against any mainstream media message is dangerous and that's how they're going to label it to their audience members who are mostly by the way when you look into the socials audience you see well, who do you see you see women you don't see a lot of men in the audience you see a lot of women in there it's a very left-wing show and the same way they panic and label people who are on the right side of the conversation, meaning conservatism. They do the same thing. What's dangerous here is people that, like them, 
that have no balanced conversation. I don't remember the last time, not that I watched that show, but they ever have somebody else on the other side disputing what they're they're saying, debating what they're saying. This is not a debate. It's like, I mean, these shows should be. That's what it is, right? The view, the social, having different views. It, like I remember back in the day, it used to have different views. They all seem to be pretty much on the same side. And it's it's boring, and, and they seem to be like a propaganda arm for left-wing media, and that seemed to be they are. This is the kind of stuff that you're seeing. You know, Elon Musk is bad. Why? Because Elon Musk comes out and labels CBC, 69% government-funded media, or NPR in the United States, the equivalent pretty much of CBC, and labels them gov- government-funded. They are. This is not a secret. They've been like that forever. And it's because of the fact that they feel that Elon Musk, he purchased Twitter. He he now seems to be messing with people on Twitter, which is exactly what he's doing. That's a bad thing. When a billionaire is messing with Canadian politics, American politics, it's a bad thing. That's that's what they say. Well, well no, because people will always be influenced by the people saying it's a bad thing <laughs> and by the people who are doing these supposed bad thing like Elon Musk. People have the right to the free speech that is being given to them, right? That is being delivered to them and making up their mind. Like I always say, I want to know who the racists are. So if the racists are are proudly displaying their hateful rhetoric on Twitter, I'm going to know who they are and I'm going to stay away from them. Sometimes you don't know that. You know, you're living in your neighborhood. People have their front door closed. A lot of people not as amicable as they were in the past you don't know who the racists are in your neighborhood until you start speaking to them breaking bread spending some time you don't know where they are on social media you know exactly where they are so i would rather know and that's what free speech is all about to me i would rather know where the people i are that hate where the people are that disagree also with things that i agree with or vice versa that makes for a more balanced platform and a free speech forum which is what twitter is and then there's always going to be those people that that penetrate and make it hateful and but those people exist in society too so the only difference is it's just a bigger platform for the world to be signed into at the same time you know basically at the same time and having this worldwide conversation on twitter in the past it was a lot different you know we, we would hear them maybe talking about it at a bar, two or three people at a time, or maybe somebody with a microphone in front of two, three hundred people, whatever the case is, or somebody would say something. But but now it's for the entire world to see. So things have changed, no doubt. But I don't think a guy like Elon Musk is hurting the planet. I really don't. I think people like him need to be commended. Brains like him, intellectuals. Jordan Peterson, having the the conversations that Jordan Peterson have, we need those conversations. Or else, look at, we're already being taken over by weak people in society, trying to shove messages down our throats and trying to tell us, well, no, this is what your kids need to learn and this is what you need to, to say when you are encountered by somebody who is trans and here's what you need like they're, they're trying to tell you basically who to be and who you are and they want to turn you into something that you're not it's a better place when we're when we have these platforms like twitter where people could stand up for themselves and say no i'm not putting up with any of this shit so power to elon musk to spacex 
everything he does and even the uh, the tesla i just find them the, like the, they're lemony looking cars that uh, make spaceship sounds when they're backing up and they annoy me they're all over my neighborhood they, they they're annoying the tesla now is a certain type you know when they used to say this about bmw drivers are a certain way they used to say this except that the bmw has always been a, a especially the older models a sexier vehicle it's been a sexier vehicle remember when people used to drive manual stick shift now they don't even build these cars anymore i think they're going back to them now because people miss them but i took my driver's ed courses when i was younger i took i took stick shift and i learned how to drive a car properly because that's the way cars were made in the past with clutches that's the beauty of driving a car is driving the car not letting the car drive you it's still kind of cool and I'm, I'm okay with that as i said with the technologies that he's putting forth but I'm, I'm old school when it comes to that i like my manual vehicle i still drive a stick shift and that's what i'm all about but nowadays it's it's like anyway i the, to me there's no luxury in the i'm sorry if you own a a, a tesla and you feel insulted by what I'm saying, but I find it, they, they don't look like luxury vehicles to me. They look like painted over plastic lemons that make weird sounds when they reverse. That's it. That's what they look like to me. And I, you can't even compare classic BMWs, you know, M3s and M5s. These are vehicles that drivers like to drive. It's made for the driver. You get what I'm saying here? So that's where I stand with that. Anybody watch Ted Lasso? Ted Lasso, fantastic show. It's on uh, season three. Just caught its latest episode. We're up to date, my wife and I. Love it, loving that show. It's about a uh, pretty much a Midwestern soccer coach. And he ends up, uh, as they would call it in North America, soccer. He ends up uh, coaching a uh, soccer team, in other words, football team, in the Premier League in England. And all the antics that pursue from that. Great show. But the the latest episode, I thought about this. And then I saw somebody, I saw a female tweet about this. And I was like, wait a minute. Uh, I thought this exactly. There's an episode in the latest episode where the owner of AFC Richmond, this team that this uh, coach, Ted Lasso, coaches for, the owner of the team is this uh, lovely blonde i think her name is rebecca she ends up in a strange man's house when they're playing a friendly in holland she basically falls over because she's blocking a cycling lane she falls over a little bridge she ends up in the water and a, and a man who is trying to i guess whistle at her <laughs> old school pick her up uh this nice gentleman uh, who lived in a houseboat brought her to safety and warmth and while her clothes were drying up, they fell for each other. Somebody tweeted that that Ted Lasso is it's on a, a whole other level. Uh, in real life, uh, a, a woman would not stay in a strange man's house and just trust that the tea that he was making for her to warm up because she fell into the water in front of his houseboat wasn't drugged. <laughs> and I thought the same thing. As I was watching the episode, and I didn't even mention it to my wife, I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, the first thing I would think of if I were female or male, for that matter, is I don't know this stranger. Did they put anything in my drink? Are they trying to? But anyway, the plot ensues, and uh, something happens between both of them. I don't want to totally spoil it, because if you haven't watched the episode, then you need to watch it. But my wife and I both agreed it was the best Ted Lasso episode of this season, which is season three, and I believe could be the final season of the show. 
Uh, speaking and keeping it on that side of the pond over in England, so King Charles is going to have his coronation, I guess, in the next month or so. And eventually, what's coming to Canada is all the banknotes that have Queen Elizabeth, his mother, uh, who passed away last year, on these banknotes, like for so in Canada, of course, the $20 bill has Queen Elizabeth on it. And so at some point, those pieces of currency are going to be replaced with King Charles. Or any coins that had Queen Elizabeth on it are going to be replaced with King Charles. Now, this will be happening in uh, in Canada. It's already started in some other countries, uh, Commonwealth countries. But I thought to myself, at some point, because we've seen it happen, there, there have been countries who have left the Commonwealth. At some point, Canada has the right to choose. And I think it should come down to a vote, a referendum, a Canadian referendum, which I think would be important, or the leaders that represent us that would be saying yay or nay for the monarchy to stay. You know, or for Canada to stay part of the Commonwealth. I don't know where I where I because um, I'm am a tradition traditions guy. So I don't know. There are days I think because of tradition I get it, and then there are days I say, "Wow, well, it's like I don't give a shit about the the royal family anyway." Especially now, and does anybody care anymore? I mean, I guess some people, the traditionalists, still care. But anyway, do I care if King Charles shows up on our twenty dollar bill? Personally, I don't mind Queen Elizabeth being on the $20 bill, but it's going to happen at some point. I'm curious, as you're listening to this, if you think or care as to whether or not we should even do it here as Canadians and whether we should have a vote. I think we should have a vote. You know, it's not going to happen with somebody for sure like Justin Trudeau uh, because um, of his relationship, you know, how close he was with the Queen. He, he, he talked about it. As a matter of fact, when the Queen passed away, he was talking about himself always, you know, always putting himself into the conversation first, no matter what he talks about. Who knows? But I don't think the Conservatives or Pierre Poliev, too, would easily dismiss the monarchy either because it's been a part of Canada and our history forever, since the beginning. So my, my vote would probably be towards moving on. But if King Charles shows up on the $20 bills, up until the day that money becomes completely completely uh, digitized and it won't matter anymore, <laughs> I say, whatever, keep going with the tradition. Uh, it's not going to change my life, no doubt about it. Hey, thanks for listening to episode 104 of the Drive-By Podcast. You could review or comment anytime. Give it five stars on Spotify or um, review or comment on Apple. Anywhere else you're listening to this podcast, really appreciate you bringing up those numbers across Google, Amazon, TuneIn. It's everywhere you get your favorite podcasts. You can reach me anytime. DM me at FreewayFrank on Instagram or I'm also on Twitter, available there anytime. I'll be back with two episodes again next week, and at some point, another big announcement on the drive-by, which I'm sure you will uh, like. I'm excited about it and uh, look forward to making this next announcement on this podcast soon. Thank you so much, and ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Freeway Frank.